Well, hi, and welcome to The Christian Contrast, where we talk about how walking with Jesus leads us to live different than the world around us. I'm Dan, and with special guest, Lori Baez. Hello, hello. It is so good to be here today. I'm excited to dig into the summertime. Yes, we're going to be talking about the summer, and the, the way that we've kind of couched this episode is don't waste your summer. Um, now, now we're both parents still with, with yes. kids in the home, and so we'll be talking about this broadly, but there is a special kind of emphasis to families in this because summer is a unique time for families. <laughs> yes. And it can be a time that goes by in a flash and where we sort of, you know, are when we get back to the fall where we're thinking, what happened? Where am I? I need to recover. <laughs> And so we're here in, in mid-late May. We're, we're thinking about the summer. We thought it would be great to do an episode to just talk about how could we purposefully go into these summer months and look at them as an opportunity for spiritual growth. And so I thought just starting, you know, that there probably will be people listening to this that don't have kids in the home. But, right. but in particular, for those who have kids in the home, <clears throat> what are some unique challenges that summer seems to bring when we think about wanting to be growing in our relationship with God and wanting to to keep pushing forward? Well, I think there's kind of a twofold thing. I, I don't know, but yes, we're in the month of May and, you know, they call it Marathon May for a reason. Um, and so it's like everything is getting wrapped up, right? And you're going crazy. There's graduations and class stuff and end of the year, everything, right? Um, and so I think we enter into the summer fatigued, and tired. And we are like, I can't wait to just be carefree and rest and settle in. And sometimes that can kind of sweep us away and set the tone for um, the summer. And so even thinking about talking about this, um, I was just looking at rest, hmm. like the concept of rest. And um, I think Sometimes, as Americans, we like, we're going to go hard and we're going to rest hard, mm. right? Um, and when we rest, there's many ways that we can rest. We can rest through um, taking a break from doing something. But like when you read in the Bible about rest, the one thing that there isn't a break from is from the Lord, Yeah, right? We are abiding in Him. We are resting in Him. Um, and so I think that's the challenge is to rest, but rest in him and in other carefree ways as well. Yeah. So, well, And I think it's a good point in going into it that there is this letdown that happens right. that's totally understandable. Yes. And, and I think uh, like it's been a long time since I've been in school and, you know, so I've, I've got my kids and so I, I still kind of feel it through them. But I think most, first of all, most of us with kids, grandkids, things like that, we're still connected to somebody that summer brings a big difference mm -hmm. to. But also, I think there is something about just this season sort of leads us into this time of like, okay, it's it's time to just take a breath. Mm -hmm. Now, there's yeah. there's value in this. I mean, even yeah. when you think of the God creating the world and and instituting a Sabbath for the people of Israel, okay. rest is valuable. The, the point of this episode, you know, anybody listening, the point of this episode is not go, 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 wear no. yourself out. Like, no. That, that that's not my heart. That's not no. your heart. And I know you're. We're, we're both parents, but also your role in particular mm -hmm. with the families and with the yeah. kids of our church. That's not our heart in this. But we do think we we can go into this and we can end up sort of feeling like, all right, things are disrupted mm -hmm. because we have a routine to get things done during the school year, and so that's that's disrupted. And one of the things that was just occurring to me in thinking about this is, you know, any time we we have 
sort of a gap. So, all right, our, our kids are at school and then suddenly mm -hmm. they're not at school. Right. Or there were activities and now there's a break. Or even around here as a church, sometimes it's like, all right, our life groups take a little break during the summer. All that's legitimate. The question is, all right, what is going to fill that gap? What's right. going to fill that space? And if we're purposeful about it, it could be a really, really fruitful thing that we could say, hey, this is great to have a little space. This is great to to maybe not be run as ragged as right. we feel like during the year. But the question is, what what are we going to use to fill that space? Right. Well, and I think um, one of the big things that you hit on is intentionality, yeah. right? Not having such a structure where we're going so hard is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to do some things that are not difficult or it's not like, you know, when we talk and people are like, oh, I don't want to have to like make a whole lesson plan. But you don't have to. Everything can be so organic and simple of just being out in nature, going for a hike, going to a botanical garden, hanging out, having a picnic, but then commenting on God's yeah. great beauty and praise him for the things that we have. Um, or taking an opportunity that we don't have to get up and be out the door by X time and taking that slow morning to maybe focus on a scripture or um, take some quiet time to listen. I feel like um, we don't even teach our kids how to be quiet mm. and how to listen or take a moment and it... It's not something that you have to do a bunch of research and build a bunch of things. You can give a simple concept and be like, or a theme, maybe, come on. In every household, there's always something that's like, ooh, we need to be working on Right, patience. yeah. <laughs> or we need to be working on an attitude of gratefulness, Right. So you can just take even one of those themes and be like, hey, guys, I want you to take five minutes to sit quiet and just think about all the things that you're grateful for. And then let's pray together with, you know, and yeah. then make your pancakes and go off and, yeah. and do whatever. I mean, um, I feel like those are important, simple moments that are organic that you can just weave into any given moment or day. Yeah, well, when I like, I mean, because I feel like you, you hit a couple really cool themes there. And, and mm. one of them is that typically during the summer, there is space for a bit more of family mm -hmm. activities, you yeah. know? So we're going to the beach or we're going on a hike, you know, right. we're, we're doing these different things. And to say like, those are great. And, and frankly, it, I, I almost hesitate to say this, but I'll go ahead and say it because I think it's true. <laughs> Even if there was nothing overtly spiritual about it, there is value in just being together as a family. Absolutely. You know, I mean, there's something that God has made in us where when we feel like we belong to a family, we can start to believe that we might we might be the kind of person that could belong to God's family. So mm -hmm. so there's value in that, but just saying, all right, if we're gonna be together as a family, just weaving those in, you know, hey, we're, we're all right, we're in an hour long car ride now. Hey, we're, we're just gonna take turns talking about something that we're thankful mm -hmm. for. It's like, that's not difficult. No. And then you also talked about, like, I love the point of just saying, if you're not as rushed, and it, it's going to be different, you know, we, we probably have people right. listening to this who have younger kids, you know, we're both in the stage where we have kind of older, older kids, kids, and so it's it's yeah. different in the different stages. But if any of us, like I think of, um, you know, with, with my kids, we reached a point where it's like, all right, it's not that there's not Bible reading that we do together, there is, 
But really, one of the priorities for me and Karina is to say, we want them to develop this habit mm -hmm. apart from the family scripture time. And you think for any family looking to do that, to say, all right, what better time than summer? Right. Where you're like, all right, you don't have all this homework weighing down on you. You don't need to be out the door by 745 or right. whenever. You can just take in. And so, and, and the intentionality to say, grab one of the bookmarks for the Bible reading plan, set up your own Bible reading plan, do something and just to say, all right, during the summer, here's going to be our routine, you know, mm -hmm. by this time or before we leave the house, we're, we're going to do this. That there can be there can be routines that are set up that are incredibly fruitful and are not deeply burdensome. Like you said, right. you don't need a PhD in biblical studies. No. You can have an easy devotional that you do, or you could just say, we're going to read a chapter. We'll all talk about it. Really simple things that if we set up at the beginning could be incredibly fruitful and that you possibly could equip kids to, they're exiting the summer with now a Bible reading habit mm -hmm. in place that's going to be hard. You know, bad habits are hard to break. Good habits are hard right. to break. And the summer could be a time of really cultivating positive habits. Especially in the summertime when we're looking, like most parents are looking to get their kids to continue to read through the summertime. And this is such an easy, like organic way to be able to do that with, with kids. Even young kids, short little bits of scripture mm -hmm. is not unreasonable even for a first grader, second grader that knows how to read. So um, most definitely, you know, and um, when you were touching base on just being together as a family, I think um, you're absolutely right. Like every moment, and don't mistake, but like every moment doesn't have to be this deep spiritual conversation that you're having with your kids. Um, there is great value in building relationship, laughing, giggling, um, having like just simple, vulnerable times. Because I feel like sometimes out of those, a conversation will just happen that you never would have um, expected because you're spending that time. Yeah. Um, for me, car was definitely, um, especially when my kids were a little bit older, um, that was where they were kind of like trapped. Captive audience, <laughs> Captive nowhere audience. to go. <laughs> um, and and I don't mean to, to put on like a whole dissertation, but it's an amazing opportunity to get them to have a conversation um, because they're stuck in the car driving around. Yeah. And um, so it's an easy way to even ask them about what they're struggling with and um, maybe encouraging them to, well, maybe you should focus and pray on that or yeah. let's pray on it together, you know, those types of things. Um, when we slow down enough to just be with each other and hear each other and, you know. Yeah. Well, one, I know, you know, I mean, you have a daughter in high school and then you have a son in college. You know, yeah. my, my oldest son is in high school and then I, I'm going to have another high schooler next year. But I don't know how much you've noticed this, but for me, having a high schooler, I feel like a new factor that I didn't used to take into account is if I want to spend time for my son, how am I doing this in a way that's not burdening him with a new commitment when he's, I mean, he thankfully, he's very diligent with homework, mm -hmm. but he does a lot of homework. And so sometimes when I'm like, all right, I want father-son time, which I don't, maybe I'm a dork. I call it that when I I'm yeah. like, hey, we're going to go spend some father-son time. One of the factors I'm taking into account is, is this going to stress him out? Because he's like, all right, I want to be with my dad, but I got a physics test tomorrow. Right. And, you know, 
during the summer, I, I'm I'm actually it's one of the things I'm most looking forward to to say I'm not going to have to worry about that factor as right. I'm looking to say, hey, let let's go grab an ice cream or or let's just go grab a soda and spend some time together and mm -hmm. talk. And so that is something that I think there there's a value in taking advantage for and. You know, I'm not in in some ways, I'm not a highly structured person by default. And because of that, I sort of I try to be more intentional, a word you right. used earlier. And so I know for me going into this summer, i I spent some time a couple of weeks ago just even writing out what are the family things? I want us to do this summer because I got a couple of kids going to rock the boat and then Honduras, <laughs> we get to all do VBS, which is going to be awesome, right. you know, and, and I'm like, it's going to be gone. And I'm like, well, I want at least one beach day. You know, right. I want a Dodger game. I want, you know, I, I started yeah. naming some things and what, what I feel like, all right, what, what I want to do as the next step is just to say, all right, um, what are the things that are sort of the goals in terms of family time, meaningful time with, with the kids? And then also of those growth areas. Like you said, you if you're being purposeful as a parent, you can spot those things to say, okay, we wanna grow in all areas, but this is an area that needs attention. And it can even be a positive thing where you right. can come alongside your, your kid or your whole family and say, all right, here's the deal. There's always areas for growth. There's always ways that the spirit is looking to take new ground in mm -hmm. our lives. Here's what you know, I slash we have observed. You know, you mentioned patience. Almost everybody could probably get on board with patience. Yeah. Or there could be something in terms of saying, hey, you know, the, the way that we talk to each other, it's just, it's not respectful. And so we're really going to work on mm. this, or we're going to work on building up, or we're going to mm. work on just sort of, you know, you know, it could be anything from personal grooming to personal Bible study right. time. And just to say, all right, this is the summer where we're not going to exhaust ourselves with this, but we're going to look to take some ground in this area. We're, we're going to look to lean into the Spirit's work in this. And that that could be incredibly fruitful, almost a summer theme yeah. that you set up to say, all right, th this is part of what we believe God is calling us to lean into in, this, in these summer months. And we have some mental and time space to actually be able to do that pretty well. Yeah, no, abso absolutely. Um, and I think that, uh, well, one, the summer can be over in a blink of an eye oh, yeah. when you when you start talking and you're like, oh my goodness. Um, the other thing is, you know, when you have little little kids, it's much easier to develop the theme yourself and lay some things out. Okay, guys, this is what we're going to do. But um, I would love to encourage parents mm. like to include their kids in those things, like um, and give them maybe some structure, but. Um, when they get out of school, be like, hey, we want to be intentional about a couple of things. Um, Dad and I don't want to just pick these things completely and just tell you what they are. So, um, you know, I want you to think about this and I don't know, Saturday night's dinner. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have a special dinner. We'll, we'll talk about we'll this. We'll talk about it and we'll settle in and let your kids kids like mm. honestly think about it and speak into it because even where it's like our family could work on x y and z they may have something that you're like wow that was really good yeah let's do that mm. um and so i think there's power in letting kids even if they're young um not that they're gonna set up everything but to be able to share their hearts and to contribute about where they think maybe some focus or mm. some themes should be in the mix of things. Oh, I love, I mean, I love that idea, first of all. I, I mean, I, you know, every family listening to this, let's all do that. <laughs> Let, let's all have a time where we just say, you know, 
pick a date sort of early on and just right. say, let's prayerfully, you know, give them warning. I think mm -hmm. that's a great thing. You know, a couple of days from now, we're going to talk about this, be praying, be thinking, because the cool thing is, like you said, first of all, the kids can end up bringing up something they'd say, we hadn't even thought of that, but we're going to do that. The other thing is the kids might say the thing that you were going to say, and if they own it, wow, that's way better, that's way, way better, better than you saying, I think we got to work on patience right. as if your kid is like, I think I need to work on patience. Uh -huh. Well, that that's a huge yeah. thing. And and what a valuable thing to go into it. And and that's a, a lot of my hope. I mean, with my family, with the families in our church to say, we all know this kid. We all know the summer can be swallowed up. We all mm -hmm. know you can be halfway through the summer and pulling out your hair like, what what am I going to do with these kids? And what, you know, right. they're, they're either they're driving me crazy or gosh, I've barely seen my kids because as our kids get older, we're like. <laughs> it are, does shift from one really season to does. the other where you're like. I need a break from them. And yeah. then it turns into like, could I just have 10 minutes right. with you? <laughs> we just want to see you. And that is one of the things where that intentionality could really help with both for mm -hmm. the parents with the younger kids to say, all right, let's get out in front so that then when you are saying, gosh, I wish you were in school right now, you have a few things to say, okay, here's some things I can pull from. And that you can also say, if, if your kids are more busy, to say, all right, um, yeah, we, we want you to be with friends. We want you to be going mm -hmm. to the beach. We want you to do activities. But maybe we've set something up where we say, hey, every Thursday night, that's fan you know right. something that you can draw back on instead of just that, you know, we haven't seen you in two weeks. That's it. We're right. changing things right. to say, hey, we, we all kind of have prayerfully collaborated on saying, this is what we think that the Lord is calling us to do. And, and what great benefit from that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, most definitely. So um, when I... I just feel like when we're looking into the summertime, the the biggest thing is intentionality. It's not about the structure or how you do it or how you go about it. It's that you don't let it just completely slip by you. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, hey, wow, that was so quick. And now I guess we better get back into the right. swing of things <laughs> with September, you know, um, that uh, there are some... I feel like it's a, an amazing time to seize the moment of some space to breathe. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And and again, not the idea of saying, wear yourself out this summer. No. But to say, man, you know, uh, I mean, as as the title of this, don't waste your summer. What right. what an opportunity. Yeah. Well, well let, let me ask this as kind of a, a closing question. Um, and and this, this broadens out from families just to talking about us as a church. You know, we're both pastors here. We, mm -hmm. we both care just about the life of the church. Um, so for anybody, family, young person, older, you know, whoever it is, um, we all, even if we're not in school, we do kind of look at the summer. It's like, well, it's, it's a different season than the right. rest. Um, and the spirit is always at work in our lives. So do you have a sense of any areas where you're just saying, you know, as a church, it seems like God is calling us to growth in these areas. And just to flag, to say, as you've been thinking about our church and praying through, maybe others should be praying through and thinking, like, here are some themes that the Lord's at work right now for us all to lean into. Well, I, I think there's a couple of things. Like it, when I was thinking about that, um, one, I feel like we are still coming off of a season mm -hmm. after a couple of years that are really crazy. And um, whether there are still things that we're wrestling with through um, being hurt or losses, or um, I think this summer is a great time to sort of uh, – pause and rest and 
let the Lord do some hmm. work in healing in some of those areas that have been really difficult over the yeah. last couple of years. Um, and maybe you you set aside one or two of your quiet mornings solely to that, like to bear your sadness or your frustrations or what they are and allow the Lord to speak to you in those um, hurts. The other thing that um, I think that is an amazing opportunity, but we don't give our kids a whole lot or at least um, when on a Sunday morning when we ask kids to pray, sometimes they're like, oh, you know, and so I think um, as a church, like if you have kids, to give your kids the opportunity, mm -hmm. whether that is to pray over dinner time, whether that's to pray over your family, or whether that's you go on a walk and you pray for your neighbors and think about people yeah. that are outside um, of your family, I think that a practice of prayer for the kids um, can be really powerful, number one. And number two, um, something that that I think we talk about and we tell our kids to do, but I don't know if they get a tremendous amount of opportunities to actually yeah. do that. No, I, yeah, I think that's great. I, and and the prayer one was one of the two that had come to my mind also, just yeah. in in saying, you know, we one of our all church goals, not, not everybody knows this, but one of right. our all church goals for this next year does relate to prayer, to saying, mm -hmm. all right, we are a church where we pray, but we wouldn't say that we're marked by just, man, at, at our church, our instinctive, just desperate response to God is to go to him in prayer right. and saying, we want that to be the norm. We, we, we don't want to look at people and say, wow, they, she prays for half an hour every day. What a prayer hero. We want to say, that's just what we do. Mm -hmm. that, that's just normal, desperate, spirit-filled <laughs> walk with the Lord. And right. so a, a couple things for all of us in the area of prayer is to say, all right, first of all, this summer is a great time for all of us to say, right, what are my prayer habits? Mm -hmm. And what are what are some things that God might be calling me to, the, to in that? But also the encouragement that I want to give is, you know, maybe there's a specific prayer during the summer months that's on your heart. You know, may, maybe it relates to something in your family. Maybe it relates to something more long-term. Maybe mm -hmm. it relates to somebody's salvation, somebody in your extended family or a friend, and just to say, what would it look like just during the summer months to say, I slash maybe we as a family are really going to commit this area to prayer and really lean into it with God? And so I think prayer is is one. Mm -hmm. um, and the second one, you know, and th this is not brand new, but man, as a culture, we just are terrible at getting into each other's shoes and trying to see things mm -hmm. from other people's perspective. And we're not getting help from... CNN or Fox News, right. we're not getting help from the Democrats or Republicans with this. We, uh, it, This is a church problem. This is a culture problem. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things on my heart for this summer is to say, if, if you're sort of saying like, well, what is God calling me to do as far as growth? I would just say strongly consider what does it look like to use this summer as a time to very intentionally, purposefully look to cultivate how am I showing love and compassion to people who are on the other side of me from different issues? You know, you mm -hmm. you, you kind of mentioned, you know, the the you know coming maybe coming out of COVID. I don't, right. uh, you know, yeah. whatever coming out of that. May, maybe there's still some wounds of being like I'm still hurt by people that didn't get vaccinated, or I'm still hurt by people that I still get mad when I see people in masks. It, it could be right. something. It it could have to do with saying like I just don't get how anybody could 
support Democrats when they're pro-choice. Or I, I just can't understand how anybody could have voted for Donald Trump. And, and so just to get into a mode of saying, all right, wh what does it look like for us to say we want to be compassion-filled people and we're not getting help from that from our world? Right. This is one of the unique ways we can stand out as believers. And the summer could be a good time to say, all right, maybe you got a little bit of extra time. Maybe it is time to watch that YouTube video from somebody who's on the opposite side mm -hmm. of the aisle from you just to gain compassion. Maybe it's time to read that book from somebody that's coming from a different standpoint or have that conversation and just to say, what does it look like for me to build compassion? The purpose isn't even to say, I need to change my mind. Right, purpose, absolutely. Yeah, the purpose is just to say, how do I, in a Christ-centered way, look to experience compassion and closeness to people where we don't have to line up on every single issue in order to be brothers and sisters in Christ? Yeah, no, I, um, I think there's something very, very powerful about seeking to understand. Yeah. Um, and there have been certain things, even for myself, that I have wrestled with and been like, I don't understand. I don't understand how somebody can land on this side of it. Yeah. Um, and um, I've paused and taken a moment. And it's not that I came out on the other side converted, sure. but it was like, oh, I do see where they're coming yeah. from, and I and I can see at least where they landed. Still, don't have to agree, but I think that number one. That shows a level of humility that I don't just have it all, right? I don't know it all and uh, no one can tell me differently. I think, too, there is nothing more compassionate than trying to yeah. reach out and see where someone else's or walk in someone else's shoes. And those are things that being Christ, Christ followers, we want to convey that. Yeah. We want to be humble. We want to be able to be loving and understanding. Um, and and I think that this is a great opportunity to be able to do some of those things for yeah. um, us as we wrestle through different things. Yeah. yeah. Well, summer's coming. It is. Maybe by the time some people are listening to it, it will be here, it will be yep. upon us. Let's not waste our summer. Let, let's maximize and leverage this as an opportunity for growth. Um, thanks so much for those of you who listened and just hope this was fruitful. If you have questions or feedback, or if you want to see other, um, other episodes of the Christian contrast, you can find those on YouTube or on our website, lbf.church. We always enjoy the feedback and enjoy the comments and the different interactions. So feel free to leave comments on that. Um, and Lori, thanks so much for sharing in this conversation and looking to help our church family use this summer to the, our maximum impact as we look to follow the lead of the spirit yeah no thank you it has been wonderful to be here and i just hope that everybody's summer is restful relaxing and also just spirit-led this year absolutely yeah well, thanks so much and thanks so much for those of you who listened we drop episodes of the christian contrast every two weeks so we'll be back in two weeks with a new episode